Hey mamas! Welcome back to another episode, guys. It's the end of the year. Whoop whoop. Yes. We're eating pizza. So if you hear us chew, let us know and we'll do a mukbang for you. <laughs> this pizza is so dry, it's not even making any noise. So guys, let how how are we? How are you? How's it been? Good, good. Are your Christmas presents wrapped? All of them. Are you serious? Yeah. No, my Christmas <laughs> presents are still at the shop. Mama's code. This year I'm surprised. I think it's the whole staying at home thing. The whole you can order online. Yeah, because I did not want to go to the shops at all. So, Do you it, think it was busy? Mm, I went out um, with my friend on Friday. So bear in mind we met at six and... The station was so full. People were sitting next to me and I was like... Uh, in Central? Yes. Before, you'd get on a train and no one would sit next to you because, you know, social left, distancing. Or they left two seats. Yeah, no. Two. People were sitting next to me and I was just looking at them like... <laughs> are you right, hon? Like, what are you doing? So I got up and I stood up for the rest of the journey. And then I've come out and it's literally like one of those days where it's like you come out of work and it's 5pm and everyone's... like Literally. People... And I come out and I was like... What's going on? Why is there so many people out? Is coronavirus gone or something? People were everywhere. Like, were they I... wearing masks? No. Oh my God. And people were drunk. Oh, it was disgusting. The anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're standing there like, oh, you got the lurgy. No, I can't. <laughs> um, I've, do you know what? The other day, Jay came home and he was like, I've got something to tell you. And I was like, oh my God, are you going to dump me? He's like, so-and-so tested for positive i was like oh can you get away from me can you leave and then he was like no but i think it's fine they're just obviously letting me know you know track and trace i'm like okay and you know when you just stare at the person like hmm and then two days later he's like oh so and so tested positive i was like oh my god this this is it this is where i die Mm. and having said that this morning does it ever happen to you that your heart hurts, like you get like spikes mm. or your lungs yeah. and you think you're going to have a heart attack and die. Mm. Like I was making soup today and I thought, this is where it all ends. It wasn't COVID, it was a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> this is, is this really how my life ends? Just before we jumped on, Jess was talking about going on a diet and I was like, you do realise it's Christmas and this is the season where we most eat. And she was like, oh yeah, shit, I don't know what I was thinking. Anyway, don't, don't expose me like that. <laughs> Let me be in it. And funnily enough, you're like talking about diets and you're eating pizza with chicken wings. <laughs> you know, I put my waist trainer on today and I thought, let me just try to accomplish my my fitness goal before the end of 2020. <laughs> Thank you for every single person that has tuned into our episode, for every single person that from the beginning always show their support, for every new follower, any new listener. Like, honestly, I don't think we expected it to be where we are right now. I think mm-hmm. when we first started this, it was more like, if we could touch that one mum somewhere, then we feel, we'll feel accomplished. But yeah. to know that, you know, constantly we're getting messages from people that want to share the story or feedback or even just sharing our posts or liking it, it's like, we're very grateful for that. Yeah, absolutely. It literally fills our heart because we get so excited. Like you'd think once we reach a certain point, we'll get used to the fact that, you know, we're growing. But every time we get someone adding us or liking, we're like, oh my God, we got another person. And it's just, it's always like that. And I'm always messaging her like, oh my God, should we follow? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't, no, but no, do you know what? And the thing is we celebrate each and every single milestone and each win we celebrate. And for you guys, it might be like, oh, you only have 30 followers. But for us, it's like every single one of those followers means absolutely the world to us and when we hit 600 followers Eric was like excuse me why did you not tell me I was like oh my god we need security guards now (laughs) can I practice my autograph (laughs) no but hands on our heart guys we are so grateful for everyone that's still here this is basically the village that we are growing and we love you guys absolutely so let's talk back a year ago well soon to be a year ago when we were downing grapes, like no tomorrow, <laughs> you were putting your potatoes under your bed. <laughs> People were running with las maletas around. La lentejas. All the holidays we were going to do, 
Come 2020! <laughs> my, oh my. Mate. It was a turn. <laughs> do you, and do you know what the thing is, yeah? Last year, from September to the end of the year, for me, it was a whirlwind. So when it got to the 31st, when the fireworks are about to go up, and do you know what? I, I said to, to my partner, I was like, can we go to Paris? Because there's no way I want to celebrate a new year here because I like I need this I went all the way to Paris to swallow a freaking bottle of champagne, all the grapes that we had in our pockets. I don't know where we got... Do you know what? We were running down these roads, empty roads in Paris, trying to find grapes. <laughs> and we finally found a few, and we were eating them before midnight. Anyways, the fireworks went midnight. I was like, oh, my God, yes, 2021 is gonna, 2020 is going to be my year. I was like, I'm going to do big what things. You got lied to, boy. <laughs> I, mate, I don't, I don't know. Like, what was it? I don't know. What was in the air? I have no idea. And the thing is, I know it's not just me and you. Like, the whole world, every single person was like, yeah, 2020, we're all, like, growing. We're all trying to make big things happen. Well, that's what happens, you know, no matter, like, realistically, like, the difference between 2019 and 2020 is just one day. But for you, for some people, you know, it represents an opportunity to do something bigger. You know, you set yourself these resolutions that you may never get to but it's there like it's like an end goal that you have something to look forward to it's like a fresh page yeah like to finally like you know get off your asses and do something but sometimes it just doesn't work out it's that exhilarating feeling that fills a person with hopeful expectations almost (laughs) but that's a good point but do you cry at like at the end of New Year's Eve? Oh, 100%. When they <laughs> Why put, do we cry? When they put... Faltandosos <laughs> Oh, my God. Why do we cry? You know oh. when the, the song is like, me voy corriendo pande mi mamá. Oh, my God, that bit And my mum's right next to me, yeah. but I'm crying. <laughs> Why oh, are we like this? awful. Like, even like sometimes when it's not even Christmas. So when, I remember when we were putting our Christmas tree up, I put canciones de Navidad just to feel like Christmassy. <laughs> and that song came on. I promise you, my heart sunk and I was just like, oh, I feel like I need to go see my mum. But <laughs> he was just looking at me like, so weird. Do you think it's because, for example, this year, New Year's Eve is what, on a f- Friday? It's on a Thursday. So from Thursday to Friday, it's just our usual go to sleep, wake up, it's the next day. Mm. Then Saturday, Friday, it's going to be a new day, right? So do you think it's the fact that we give ourselves so much expectation and we want to know that day one of 365 days, we need to start achieving something. Because in reality, why are we crying? I like, think I, for me... Well, with our loved ones there. Yeah, but I think for me, it's more so the fact that I, I'm an overthinker, so I always reflect on how grateful I am to still have my mum and my dad, um, have my sisters, you know, but they're still, like, I don't know for you, but... For me, it's still that thing of not being able to spend like Christmas or New Year's with my whole family because my whole family for me is mis tias, mis tios, primos. Mm. And like I've spent Navidad in Colombia and it's completely different. Here it just it's just so dead. It's like I feel like I buy new clothes to sit in the sofa <laughs> and eat and that's it and I go back to sleep. But I think it's that it's more so representing the part of me that's missing, the, the the her I see in my parents' eyes for being so far away from their family. Because I have, thankfully, my two sisters here, whereas my mum has all her sisters in Colombia. Mm. My dad's family is all in Colombia. So, you know, it, it's just that. Like, I think for me, it's that. And also, because I overthink things, I think, wow, I'm so grateful I have this now. I can't begin to imagine when I don't. Like, you know, one of my parents, me falten, it's just a lot to take in. And I think the song in itself represents that, you know, like I remember when I was young, I'd always be like, yeah, I would go out, but I'd always make sure when the bells ding, <laughs> yeah, I was at home f- because I could not go without like giving my dad and my mom a kiss. Mm. It, that, that for me, it's, it's just that it's not about the resolutions or anything. It's just that the, the sentiment about behind what the song is because I reckon if the song didn't go on I probably wouldn't cry (laughs) but then is that not almost like when you say bye to your parents every single like every time you see them because then we'd be crying every time we're saying bye to our parents like do you know what I mean yeah but like for me I'm I'm very strong in the sense in my household that I don't care if we've had the biggest argument you're not leaving this house without knowing that I love you and Mm. hugging or whatever it is but 
Because for me, it's like, you're not guaranteed that you're going to come back home. And the same when I see my parents, it's like I hug them and I tell them I love them. And like when I'm with them, I make sure that I am there making it a good memory Mm. because touch wood. And I, I, you know, I don't want to obviously it's not that I always think about death, but it's like I don't want to be the person regretting. Yeah. Or thinking, shit, when was the last time I saw so and so? Or what was the last thing I said to so and so? Like I wanted to always feel like a good memory Mm. i know obviously there'll be times that you can't it can't really be like this but i think it's very important for us to make that effort do you know what's my fear and it's something i lack on sometimes like i'll get like a missed call from my dad not because i don't want to talk to him but i'm doing whatever and i just missed the call yeah but you miss everyone's call all right but get over (laughs) it (laughs) but to me it's kind of like missing that call and my dad sometimes jokes about it because he's like you're the only number i know (laughs) imagine i'm dying and i'm calling you and you're not picking up and i'm like oh my god yeah once he went to work and he forgot his phone at home he had he took the time out to call me from his colleague's phone and he was like oh mommy this is like you know Mm. when he got home he was like claro como mi no me quieren like I've called the only number I know and she didn't even call me back and I'm like but dad you said if I need you I didn't need you so I obviously didn't use the number but it's that like you know imagine and I think it's it's heavy on the head to anyone that you you miss a call you miss a message because you forget to answer or anything and then that's the last thing you have with that person and it's true what you say like it should happen every single day like you shouldn't go a day without showing your loved ones that you really care because sometimes I think most people do it because it's just like, oh whatever like it's not me kind of yeah, thing. yeah yeah because we take it for granted yeah. we take the next hour for granted yeah. if I'm honest we, we take for granted getting back home tonight and going to bed hmm. waking up is already because like, you wake up you're like oh yeah snooze my alarm or let me get up and shower let me get up and have breakfast Mm. you don't embrace the moment the, the fact that you've woken up yeah just everyone listening just don't ever call erica when you're in trouble <laughs> <laughs> she will watch her phone i've been there i've sat next to her and she's watching her phone ring and i'm like you're not gonna pick up she's like nah it's all right but you know what <laughs> have you never had when someone is this random number's calling you and you're sitting there googling the number yeah 100 percent. i do it all the time mama i love you how many lockdowns have we been in already pre pre-corona to post-correct, well, not even post, because we're still there, but to you now, mm. have you noticed the growth or have you noticed that it somehow changed you in any way? I think for everyone reading, we were talking about this before, the whole corona and pandemic thing has made, I think, it's created a space for, like, flexible working. So if we go back to our episode of, like, you know, working mums and we all know that, that's something the modern job market was lacking because you know like I remember for me I wanted to pick up my son on a Friday and it was absolutely impossible because I had to be in the office Mm. like there was no way around it because I had to be there yet I've been out of work for what seems a year and my job is perfectly fine I'm Mm. doing my job fine if anything you're doing more now more now yeah because I feel like when you're when you work from home you work more hours Mm -hmm. In, in at work I'd probably hide in cupboards and stuff and just you know do my own shit but here I feel like I need to put in the work because like managers are more on top of you mm-hmm. and you have constant meetings and stuff and it's just it's long so I think most of us have been translated from a world where you know you have to be in an office to you know cons- like you can consist- consistently work from outside mm-hmm. of your workplace so I think that for me that's a big win because I, I've now proven that, you know, you can do your I, job I can do home. my job and I can still be a mum without feeling guilt that, you know, my son, you know, I've told you mm-hmm. multiple times, you know, Joel will be like, oh, mum, can you take me to school? And you feel shit, you know, you, you feel shit. But yeah, um, I think another win for me and that I've kind of learnt to accept and I was over, what well, everyone knows that I was dreading the whole yeah but i think in a way it's brought families closer together Mm. like i've i don't think well like when when obviously when your kids go to school and stuff you spend so much time away from them i think for me ever since joel's been like two that he went to nursery i would spend so little time with him because he would go to nursery i'd pick him up for 5 30 get home i'd be cooking so he'd be alone in la in la sala Mm. 
there wasn't that much engagement whereas now I feel like I know my son in and out mm-hmm. because yes you may say okay yeah I know I, I know Joel but re- the reality is his teacher probably knows him more like you because, miss little bits yeah, in him that because exactly. he's changing and growing every single yeah. day there's different you know probably parts of his character that of course some bits will probably fly out yeah exactly and I think uh, a positive from the whole pandemic is you know I didn't have to do my daily commute which was a win-win because I hate hate with a passion getting on those trains and it's like people are breathing in my face because <laughs> it was disgusting like, honestly. wait the central line is something else and it's disgusting it's like a hot box <laughs> We're literally a bunch of the good ones. No, it's <laughs> awful. Um, but yeah, like obviously the new role that I've been given, you know, teaching my son and my son's had to isolate twice because there's been cases in his school. It has been stressful and like there's been a mixture of emotions because I feel like sometimes I get impatient and I think mm. Joel should know it all. Whereas, you know, I should understand that he's getting to know things slowly. But, you know... I wouldn't trade it for anything. Now, looking back at all the months I got to spend with both of them, I wouldn't trade that mm. for anything. My mornings consist of, like, dragging one kid out, then the other kid out, and just running here and there because, you know... But I'm more relaxed. And because you know you're present doing the running here and running there with yeah, them. Yeah, I'm not, not doing, like, else. so many things at mm. one go. Like, I know that in the mornings I just do the school run and that's it. On a normal day, I'd be, like, rushing and my mornings will start so much more... Mm just in a manic because I'd be like I have to bath I have to go to work so I'd be like here and mm. and like I wouldn't do things out of love I'd just kind of be like no rapio rapio like yeah. now like on our ways to school we sing yeah, we play you know games you're not rushing to get exactly, to another place exactly yes and yeah uh, you know like now I feel like because with Caden he starts nursery at 8 but because I'm not working and I don't have to leave him at eight, mm-hmm. I can leave him a little bit later. Because that that's another thing; it breaks my heart seeing that he's the first one there. Like literally, yeah. when they open the nursery, I'm dropping him off, and the last one, and they're running. Yeah, like it's just so upsetting. But yeah, no, I definitely think you know, it, it's it's a benefit that's come out of of all of this. Sometimes you know, people like what well, Ollie would always be like, oh, "Baby, but you're still running around." Mm. But it's not something that I would, you know, it's a routine that works for me. For you, it was always a big thing of being able to drop both boys off mm. and picking them up. And, you know, it was always a thing for you of like, oh, I don't want to rely on people to do it because mm. I want to be the one that yeah. can do that. Absolutely. So the fact that you've been given that opportunity, yeah, you're running around, but heck it, I, like, I'm with them and we're walking in the rain and we're... Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to change that for being in, no. you know? Well, like, just the other day, my friend was saying that she she's, like, quite... She's changed her mind about working from home. So she, like would like to go back to the office and I'm like yeah no I wouldn't Mm. but I think it's the difference you know she doesn't have children I have children and I'm more present in that you know and I remember at the beginning when Joel started school I didn't want to be that mum that nobody knew yeah and like in my child's school there's like it's like a really wealthy school so you know they have nannies taking them but I'm the type of mum that I want to know. Like, so I know who's the nanny and who's the mum. And the mum sometimes drops mm. them off, but the nanny will pick them up in the afternoon. It's things like that, that, you know, your te- the teacher recognising you when you're in the line and the teacher's like, yep, Joel, your mum's here. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, I remember for the first part of Joel's school life, the teacher will look at me and be like, sorry, you are? The few days I got to pick him up. And I remember I used to go, like, be in tears and Ollie would be like, oh, it's not that deep. And I was like, no, it is that deep. Mm. For me, it is. Because these people, I want to have a relationship with these people because I'm going to spend the next six years of my life with them. Mm. I want to know who who's Joel's friends. I Like, yesterday, they sent um, a music, um, like a little Christmas video. And me and Joel were just saying all his little friends' names. And I love that I can know, mm. like, I can identify his friends. And like, if he comes telling you a story about Bill, you, you know who I Bill know, is. I <laughs> know, exactly, yes. And yeah. I've had played it. It's like this this whole pandemic has allowed me to take Joel to other kids' houses. Mm. And it's it's just nice because normally I'd be like, oh, I don't want to do, do the yeah, whole yeah, yeah. sitting down and yeah. you know, talking to other people. But, I, I don't want but to I've done my it. life. <laughs> <laughs> but I've done it and it, like, it feels good because like, seeing my son play, it's, it's, just, it's just the best thing for me, really. Yeah. But it must have been different for you because I, I feel like the lockdown it it made made people like families connect more you know but another thing it could bring in is because you're not really together and i feel like maybe people that were in abusive relationships it could 
bring out the problems that they were hiding do you not think spending so much time with them you may have realized that actually they may be a bit abusive or, or no 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 like different. so like for instance like for us like obviously i ollie and i work but you so you say like families that if you're a working parent and say jay's mm-hmm. a working parent and you both go out and you come back but you don't really see each other like yeah, your yeah, normal yeah, yeah, day yeah. to day yeah, you will catch up at after yeah. six and so there will be like problems in the surface but they won't yeah, be yeah, yeah dealt with because you're just so busy you're just to, passing yeah, by exactly. basically mm. so that's like the flip side because just that in itself being together it surfaces issues that may have been buried because of the busy lifestyle we have so once you're with that person 24 like, seven, actually, i don't i think i don't, I don't like, like you anymore yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you not think it actually yeah can, like, or like you're looking at him day and night and you're like what why am i with you <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting there trying to convince them to get a free pass so you can go and fuck around. Yeah. And some no, people definitely. actually bury, like, their problems, you know. They're just like, oh, whatever, like, we'll sort it out. But this pandemic has made some families, you know, try to sort out the issues that were As buried. well as some families. Break going, up, yeah. yeah. But it's it obviously used to flip side from the positive mm-hmm. of families connecting in a deeper level. Yeah. Because I'm sure Jay's enjoyed being in Lil's company. Yeah. Because obviously men per se, they only they get never, two weeks. Yeah. So they don't really see the growth of the child face to face. They see mm, it behind yeah, the camera. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're completely right. As well as whether it's with your partner that you've had a different relationship with or your family mm. or even like the traits that you may have. Like I know that some people may have started drinking more, may have started doing drugs more. And like you said, like maybe realise that they're actually in an abusive relationship Mm. or has come to like, or they've actually freed themselves from this. Because you're always coming and going so fast, you don't want to be arguing the time that you actually do have together. So you sometimes think, oh, is it really that deep? I'm just going to ignore it. And then you make up quick. And But because you've been together for all this whole year Mm. it's like well no we have to sort out the problem because where are we going to the living room yeah um for me it was i i I don't know for me it's been a bit weird like because to be honest i feel like i've been locked up in my house since i had leo like I, i had i was on my maternity leave for a year and then two weeks before i was about to go back i was made like i was made redundant and then like a week a weekend they were like oh no there's this new furlough scheme and and i was actually looking forward to go back to work because i was like oh my god i'm so bored here with like this child (laughs) um but then obviously that happened furlough extended till september and then in september came and they were like okay well you we actually have to let you go and obviously where i work in the hospitality um in events everyone knows that we've probably been the most affected so it was kind of like I had I had hope that I could go back to my normal life and then all this nonsense kept happening and and obviously I was like at one point I was like okay look I've I've got a job offer shall I take it and then I I thought about it and I was like no I don't I don't because I didn't feel 100% there because it was not something that was ticking my boxes I thought I'm just gonna wait until the new year and I remember telling you guys like do you think it's because I'm just feeling lazy or it's just because I expected something better for myself Mm. but anyways at that point we went into a second lockdown and I think at that point I just thought you know what we moved like what are we gonna do yeah um and I just I think at that point I kind of accepted look I'm doing things at home I'm working I'm helping you know my dad and everything and I'm doing the podcast and January will come and we'll make new resolutions. (laughs) But guess what? We're in lockdown in December. (laughs) I bet no one expected that. Um, And with the whole family situation, um, it it was hard at the beginning because our families didn't want to break the rules and come over to see us. Like they were literally like, we're not leaving our house. And in terms of my partner, I think he really enjoyed being at home more than probably I enjoyed having him round um, because obviously he got to see like you said a lot of Leo's growth and a lot happened this year with him and he went from not crawling to crawling to walking and now running within the whole pandemic so mm. you know and had it been last year or next year it wouldn't it wouldn't mm. have been the same it would have been through a camera that he would have seen yeah. like his first steps and stuff yeah and I think in in terms of like like relationship I just think that 
I don't know, like me, <laughs> me and him were just always together. So it's like, have I noticed things that have annoyed me? Yes. Have we learned to get through them? Yes. Because I think from the moment that we used to not work full time and be in each other's faces to how we are now, of course, we're completely different people. And we've learned to see that actually you're a man now and I'm a woman and this is this is who we are and this is us as parents and this is us as couples overall it's been I think it's been a positive I don't sound very convinced do I no no I'm joking <laughs> no you do yeah of course um and like, like you said it's just it's I just think it's because I've been home for so for longer than 2020 yeah it's it's true and I, that's reality for a lot of people you know I think no, one. Imagine those viejitos that oh, literally have not been so able to. And that out. they've had to shield, innit? Mama's code. I always used to cancel on my friends that used to invite and like my colleagues. They always used to go out like every single Friday. And I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. Like, or on the day you don't message them. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> I hope for the best. Like, yeah. Oh, let's, <laughs> let's just hope they don't message me. But now, where that's taken away from us, of course, when we're not allowed to do things, it's when you want to do it the most. Yeah. So now it's like I actually want to be able to enjoy that because before I was too stuck in like, I don't want to go. I just want to finish work and go home and sleep. But now it's like, to I'm, be honest, I'm still the same. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, very, like, I'm a very homey person. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> Do you know what? Sometimes I think I've changed. I'm like fifty-fifty. I always get the thing of like I want to be home, but then when the switch clicks on me, I'm like, I want to go all out. Like really? we're getting drunk tonight, yeah. kind of situation. I remember we, me and Ollie, did that the other day. Like his mom came over and she's like, "Are you guys not gonna go out?" And I was like, "No. Why would you assume we're going out?" <laughs> yeah. Or her plans got cancelled. I can't remember. I can't really remember what it was. But something happened, and I think she just came over to stay. And she was like, well, you might as well just go out. And then Ollie was like, oh, let's let's go to Tito's. And we went and we got drunk. Oh, my God. <laughs> How wild is that? That is not something I'm I bet you regretted the next day, like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> no, actually, it was quite great, to be honest. <laughs> um, I was going to say something. How great wild No, sexes. no, no, no. <laughs> well, yeah, that. But do you know what? You say that, and you know, like, obviously, when... When I decided that let's go out and, and have date nights and do stuff, because obviously, like, Jay was always so busy, like, day, weekend, night. So mm. it's like, we didn't really have that time to go actually go out and eat. And then when we did book something that, I remember he came home and he did this whole fuss and I was like, and in my head I was like, oh my God, is this guy going to propose? Like, not not that I was expecting that. We went out, we had a, a, such a great time and he was like, we need to do this every week or every two weeks mm. like you know we're actually i've got time like we've balanced ourselves out now and then boris told us that we should stay home <laughs> so here we are um but i think overall i think both of our our personal growth has been you know whether we felt like it was deteriorating our minds i think if you look back at who you were at the beginning of the, of the year to now I'm pretty sure there's a change and there's probably some positive in it. No, and I never thought I really I would get the chance to unless like I quit my job that mm. I would get the chance to be able to be present in both of my children's lives and Joel enjoys taking his little brother to school mm. and it's kind of like our routine and it works for us. So I never thought I'd get the actual opportunity to do that to and then get that. home, be able to work. And, you know, have La Comida Lista when everyone gets home and stuff. Yeah. And Be able to do, like, best of both worlds, basically. Yeah, so, like, mm-hmm. I feel like now I have, I'm have i more in control of what I do, whereas by the time I get home from work mm. and picking up the kids, it's like, oh, my God, I'm tired. Can we just have, like, egg and rice or something? Nothing too... <laughs> too <laughs> Nothing <tricky>. too fancy. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have any, um, what are they called? New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Or after 2019, you're like, nah, fuck that. I just don't want to catch corona, to be honest. <laughs> that's like, that's, that's our goal now, isn't it? No, I don't I don't really think I have any, to be honest. And I don't want to sound, you know, I just don't really like it. But have you I practiced hate... that before, though? Well, I've I've always tried to have a resolution in place. But when I don't fulfill it, I Is feel that, like I've right. failed. Oh, okay, yeah. And then, because obviously I suffer from anxiety and stuff, or oh, I have it like written down and I'm like, oh my god, I haven't done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pressure and yourself I'm, to... I'm a forgetful yeah. person in itself, so 
like I would say, like, you know, it come two, that 31st December 2020, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to travel the world. And then 1st of Jan, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa sorry, new me, who's yeah, that? Like, yeah. what did I say yesterday? It doesn't count kind mm. of thing. Um, so, like, I don't, like, obviously, I would have goals that I'd like to meet, but I don't want to, I don't want to pressure myself mm-hmm. too much. And I think that's something that is so important right now because... We're living in uncertain times. So yeah. what if I plan a whole list of things I want to do and we're like another lockdown for a fucking yeah, year? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, do you know what? You made it to the end of the year. You're you alive. Know, you're we here. We have to be thankful for that. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say it, but we still got a week left. Of the- <laughs> 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 and then we die. <laughs> no, don't <sorry>, no, <laughs> What happened to Mama's coat? <laughs> no, but, but you know, like we're here right now and... Most of us, because I know we, not everyone had the same luck, but most of us are lucky to have our loved ones around and yeah, time to actually say, you know what, there's so much to be grateful and appreciate. And I mean, I don't, I don't have resolutions. I think I always fail on the first of January. Well, that's the thing, and I feel like for the most part, you feel like you've just failed and you kind of mm. give up. So there's no hope for the rest. It's like when you say you're going to go to the gym on Monday and it's Wednesday and you're like, okay, I'll wait until Monday. Like, why right, do we have to wait we for the first? Can we talk about oh, what? the memes about the gyms closing? I was hoping the gyms would close again <laughs> just so I had the excuse of not joining the gym. <laughs> so you can blame your fatness on it. And I remember Melissa was like, oh my God, are you going to join this, Ciara, I think it's her name, mm-hmm. Ciara or Ciara? Ciara, I don't even know. What, that, that lady. Body squad. I, I, did, I did a few a few sessions that she did for free and she was like, are you going to join? And I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. I didn't. <laughs> and I, when she hears this, she's going to be like, what a bitch. But I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it right now. Didn't. I probably just remembered now that I had to join. <laughs> but having said that, last year, I did not make any resolutions for this year. I just said I want to make sure that I'm having some sort of growth within myself and the knowledge that I'm intaking. I didn't want to just take in just memes, basically. You did a lot, to be honest. Well, we this, did this the Mama's Code, you did the Lelo illustration. This is where I'm, I'm heading. You're an like... artist now. <laughs> Get at me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but this is, this is what I mean. Like, last year, I thought, like I said, I was going through a very shit time at the end of last year. That I thought next year I need to overcome what I'm still living in 2019. Like mm. I, I needed to let go of what was happening. So I had no expectations for this year, but I knew that I needed to get into reading. I needed to consume the right information. I needed to be with... I, I didn't want to just be a bum or someone that's just doing nothing for themselves. And we had so many conversations about this in the beginning of the year that we were like... Let's make sure that we're actually growing from something. We're actually reading stuff. We're actually applying what we're preaching or what looks so pretty, right? Yeah. Like, I think we all had this different focus this year. And, and everyone, I know a lot of people that you thought, you know, the same. I'll just make sure I'm making the most of my days. And then Mama's Code came. Um, Lelo Illustrations came. Um, I came. <laughs> multiple times you know another thing we haven't touched on is the pandemic brought in people's ideas to life like so many new Mm, businesses have come have Mm -hmm. flourished from this you know like i'm sure like vanessa had the idea of you know doing bonitas and etc etc but it she actually made it she like made sure it was done like, the, I have the time, I'm going to do this. Exactly, mm-hmm. the a day like this, is it? The mum and daughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Had you been working full-time and stuff, you probably wouldn't have got the chance to envision this. Or, you know, maybe you had it, had an idea of what you wanted to do, mm. but you didn't. And and it's that thing, we're always like, oh, when I have time to do this, when I, yeah, I've got this idea, but I have time right now, like, I need to go to work. It's like, Mm, is it because you don't have time or you're not prioritizing yeah no absolutely dream and and obviously this forced us to come up with ideas and spend time on it and Mm. and do and we've seen so many like small businesses flourish and it's like it's actually warming to know that people are going ahead with these things and absolutely and i just think everyone deserves a pat on the back even if like 2020 wasn't your year and you know you've maybe lost a loved one or you know, you've just had like mentally, you haven't been stable. Like You're when, here. like literally, we're like at the end of it, 
and you've poured through and you've you've made sure that you like you see the end of 2020 and that's, that's an important. achievement in itself exactly. that's like the biggest of all exactly um and i think you know no matter how, like what you've gone through like like just says you just need to be grateful that you'll see in another day and if you have kids that your kids are healthy you know your family members are still here mm. like, there's just a lot a lot we need to acknowledge that we have and it's been quite sad to see people die oh, the other day i was faced with a situation where we thought it was going to go that way and I, honestly you know when you just like you're praying to every single religion in the world for it yeah. to not go that way and it, oh, i can't well, I, I can't even imagine sa- how people when my mom talks about like friends in colombia like of her friends and she's like, oh, you know Doña Rosa? I'm like, oh, se murió. <laughs> yeah, And oh she's my like, God. no. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Let me just not put it out. <laughs> so, guys, we took it to Instagram to get you guys to ask us questions or anything. And so one of the questions was, what have you learned about yourselves this year? And I think, obviously, I think we've covered on that. that yeah. I think we learned how much how resilient we can be in tough situations and whether we're still there i think just like you said knowing that we are here is is already a lesson in itself about us and us personally you know Mm. everyone else i'm not sure what's going on with with you lot but (laughs) every man for themselves (laughs) um but so the other question was what episode were you most hesitant or afraid of doing I don't think I've been afraid of doing any episode. I think the vagina one, the MRKH, because I wasn't educated on it and I didn't want to ask any inappropriate questions. Yeah. I think I kept asking Jess, do you think it's okay if I ask her if yeah. she actually has a vagina? Because I, to be honest, I didn't know what a vagina was. I just thought it was like the whole <laughs> lips and shit. But when obviously, what I like to do is I obviously, when I don't know a topic, I educate myself first. So I wouldn't say I was afraid. I was more so curious about it because mm-hmm. it was something I'd never heard of. Yeah. Um, we have spoken or doing an episode it, uh, about abortion. Yeah. Which was... That we've that, been hesitant that, about. Yeah. I can say we've been hesitant about it. Just because there's a lot of opinions on it and we don't want to come very across... Delicate. Yeah. We don't want to come across like we're pro or against because everyone has a reason to do what they do but that i would say that's the only episode until now that we have planned Mm -hmm. but we're hesitant and we've been pushing it off and we just keep bringing others in um i can't think of any what have you been afraid of any not not afraid but i think i was a bit Mm, i think maybe a bit nervous would be the word when we did the postpartum episode okay just because when we briefed the episode and when we start it it's completely different to how we end it. We don't know how inner we're gonna go and mm. how many how how much is gonna touch us basically. What has been the most satisfying episode for you? I think they all have been very satisfying to me. I can't really pinpoint one. I think I really enjoyed the the co parenting one with the dads because it just it gave me another input in life. Yeah, and that was I'd a really seen good it from episode. My partner's point of mm-hmm. view. And, you know, hearing Andal's views on how prioritised women are instead of dads. And, and it's, it's a reality, you know. I enjoyed the one with Vanessa just because she's so funny. <laughs> she's just so out She's there. like, yeah, great. Um, I've, I've, I thoroughly enjoyed every single episode we've done. And I, I learned so much about each and every one of them. Um, I'm always so excited to record. We both are, actually. Sometimes we like the <laughs> Sometimes episodes we don't at 8.30 and we're on at 7 like, oh my God, get nervous. <laughs> and it's like I episode 100 get, and we're still... I always get nervous beforehand. And you know when you're like, okay, she's on. I'm like, oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> um, so that really happens to us when we don't really know the... Well, we don't know the person. So like with Kiara, was it Kiara? Yeah. Kiara. We didn't know her. We just, you know, she's such a lovely lady, but it was kind of like, oh my god like what do we say what if we say something wrong and then when she appeared up on my screen i was like do i accept (laughs) just know if you've been a guest on our podcast you've been waiting there for at least 10 seconds (laughs) because me and erica are having a meltdown yeah literally no do do you know what actually looking back i think one of the episodes that i was like dreading was remember when we 
recorded with Noosh. Oh god! And it was the sickest episode. And then the drive in that episode oh. was amazing. And then having to contact her again and be I like, I think once oh. we finished that episode, and we knew it didn't record, we had technical difficulties. We all just sat and thought about our lives. And I promise you not, if you've recorded with us and we haven't asked you to record your own voice, you're lucky because <laughs> we just record. I record. Melissa would record on her iPad, like sitting somewhere else while she was recording her own voice. I promise you, if we could record like four different ways, we would. But we learned such an important lesson that day, did we not? Yeah. It's never happened to us again. <laughs> Shut up. Don't say that because imagine this doesn't record. <laughs> We blame Jay for that. <laughs> Will you do Mama's Cold Merch? Merch cream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> With that language. Oh my God. Did you see the meme I sent you about? This is the English in my head and this is the English I speak. <laughs> yeah. Tan's always on to me like that. When I'm on the phone to her, I say something, she's like, pardon? <laughs> And I'm like, what? It's like, you know when Joe Biden won? I was like, Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, who? <laughs> I was like, Biden. <laughs> um, will we do merch? Stay tuned. <laughs> Let us know what you like. I can print you know your what? shirt with my face on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we've spoken about this. We have. Um, whether we do it or not. I guess you'll just have to find out. Um, but we've definitely spoken about it. What are your long-term and short-term goals? Surviving is <laughs> a long-term <laughs> goal. What she said, <laughs> don't get coronavirus. Um, we just want to drive. And I can, I've, I've always said this, it, like, I'm, I'm talking mama's cold. And I don't want people to think... I this think is, that's the question, babe. <laughs> this is a Jess and Erica platform. It's not. Like, this is... A mama's platform that's why it's mama's cold like it's for every single mum if you don't want one of us on but you want to come on you know like I, I, I saw Vanessa can she be one of the members <laughs> yes babe you can you know it's it's everyone's this is everyone's village every, basically. yes this is, this is this is for everyone the thing I want to get across I don't want it to always think like oh it's just Jess and Erica you know that that they're the brand of mama's cold no we 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 on our listeners are the brand of mama's cold our mission was basically to speak to the the average mum on our level. It wasn't to speak to, you know, 100k followers and verify people and rich people because, first of all, they'll probably ignore our email. They <laughs> Se- have. We tried. <laughs> oh, remember when Stacey ignored <laughs> us? Um, but it, it was more so because they those people are not living... Th- like, we're not living their life. They have all the help that they need and they can pay nannies, they can pay chefs, chauffeurs and, you know, they're not, they don't, their struggles are completely different to ours. So we wanted to be able to give that voice to you mums. I don't know about you, but I've learned so much from, from different everyone. stories. Mm. Every single person that's come on has a different story to tell. And I was thinking this while I was like in the loo the other day, like I was like, you know, we've spoken about miscarriage, we've spoken, we've, spoken, we've touched on so many things and... We're not just going to touch on it once because that one time isn't the same as the next person that will come and speak on it. So don't ever think that just because, oh, you know, they've done an episode on this, your story isn't relevant. Yeah, of everyone course is, it is different. Every single person has a different story to tell. You've had a different experience. So everyone is welcome. I think for me, it's it's it's, it's that. But and it's again, thank you to thanks to all your support, um, because during this pandemic a lot of people have gone through different situations and I had a friend say oh you know like I recommended your your podcast podcast to my friend because she's going through x y and z and I was like oh my god thank you very much and it's just it's so fulfilling to see how many people we've touched you know not just with our stories but with every single person that's come on and I think Mm. it's it's that like that and people f- like thoroughly enjoying it because we've gotten so many comments mm. on, you know, they like when you're cleaning, like, that's normally you'd be listen- listening to music, but now you're listening to Mama's Cold. The whole birthing story series oh, yes. that we wanted to actually, at the moment, it's just to complete our series on birthing stories and bringing you guys into the studio and recording. And I think that's something that everyone is looking forward to. And I'm excited. And we also have something else in store for you, but you'll find out in Jan. Should we tell them a little bit? Should we hint it? No, we can't hint it. That no. It'll give it away. Yeah. You'll find out in January. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what do you love most and what do you hate most about motherhood? 
I hate the noise they make. <laughs> but do you though? No, I don't. Because when they're gone, you're like, oh, it's really yeah. quiet here. No, and I was watching a girl's Instagram story just when here when we were in the studio. And she was like, like, she, like you could hear her kids screaming. And she was like, <laughs> is everyone's kids like this when it's bedtime? Like they go on a mad one. And I was like, oh my God, I, I just love that. Um, what do I hate? I hate that they grow so quick. Yeah, that, that was, I was going to say that. Like they just grow too quick. And I catch myself like reminiscing on the times that they'll just lay on my chest and they'll need me to do mm. everything. I love every single stage that they grow through. The newborn one, because you're just so mesmerized by... Like, you sound mesmerized right now. <laughs> I am. I just keep imagining it. And, yeah, just everything, really. Yeah, I love and hate the growing thing. Um, Not a question, but Mama's Code is amazing and has continually made my day. And you guys have made ours, believe it or not. If I'm worried about being infertile, who's the best person to see about it? You know who I thought I was infertile at one point? So did I. Because I was like, come on, Im- impossibly that all this time I've not had a scare. <laughs> I've had <just laughs> multiple scares <laughs> after my first pregnancy, mate. Um, but, you know, I, I did realise, though, is that if you are actively trying and it's taking you more than a year, you do have to go to your GP to... They will refer you to someone that checks yeah. you. Um, you can't directly go to someone if you've only been trying for like two months or whatever. Like, because the thing is, they actually ask you how long have you been trying mm-hmm. because they know it can take every single person different. And I also think we need to emphasize on the fact that if you're thinking about it and you're putting your body under a lot of stress, it's not going to happen. Like, I've had people I know. So I had this friend, well, not a friend, but she's like someone I know. Boo. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I remember she was like, I tried for a year and it didn't happen. Like consistently tried. And then she was just like, you know, whatever. And then she went to Colombia to get lipo done. And when she was doing the whole test, she found out she was pregnant. Oh my God, imagine. And I was like, you see, when you didn't look for it, it it came. Mm. And I think it's just that. Like I remember with Ollie... When we first got together, I remember once I took my patch off and I was like, give me a baby. I was drunk by the way. <laughs> I was like, give me a baby. And he was like, yeah, no, nothing happened. But why Why do we find this sexy, please? I, I keep telling you, and I've said it a million times, that this is how Leo came to this world by me saying, give me a baby. No, bitch. That is not sexy. Not sure. <laughs> and the guy normally should be put off like, eh, no. But they're like, yeah, yeah, let me give it to you. Nine months later, the crying and everything, and you're just like, oh, God. Um, And last question is, what's to come next year? Well, guys, on the 1st of January, we will be releasing the first episode of the Birthing Stories series, and the second episode will come out on the 2nd of January. And it's basically going to be a fortnight thing. Um, So we'll have so many more guests. We've got such amazing episodes lined up. Um, We've already told you about the abortion um but yeah we, we've got we've got do you know what if we sat here to tell you how much we've got going on it'd be whole night <laughs> mama i love you so guys before we wrap up this episode do you have any christmas and new year's plans eat that's what i have planned eat i'm not really feeling in a festive mood yeah to be neither positive part I've done all my christmas shopping and it's wrapped underneath my tree what about you do you have any plans on things you're hosting Christmas this year, aren't you? Yeah, well, I said um, we're going to order Nando's, be in our PJs, and if the family want to come over, then that that's what we're going to be doing. Don't don't come judging me if I've not showered. <laughs> um, and New Year's plans, I'm not I'm not in that spirit. I think just seeing my baby be happy around me, I think that's that's more than enough I'm right crying. now. I, I don't mind him crying. Ding. Oh my god, yeah. No, I'm not him. Oh. You with the ding. Faltan cinco palas doce. El año a terminar. Oh, I'm gonna cry now. <laughs> um, no, do you know what? It's gonna, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a hard Christmas, man. I think someone close to us passed away, and it's gonna hit on Christmas Day, and I'm dreading it. And I think that's why mm. I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. 
But on the upside, someone's announced their pregnancy and I am over the moon because this baby is literally a miracle baby. You know when people are like, you're never going to get pregnant and it's happened and I'm like, oh my God. He's pregnant. I'll tell you off, off, um, off um, mic. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, definitely. Um, but we hope everyone has an amazing Christmas and an amazing new year. And enjoy every single person around you that you spend Christmas with. Hug them tight, even if they're like, can you get off me? But enjoy. It. Well, can I ask something? You know when you do Las, las Uas, do you make a wish for every single Uwa? Well, last year I, I made I a do, list. I think I do the like wish for free. every Uwa. Uwa. No. <laughs> you... So I'm thinking of the wish and I'm just continuously yeah, eating Yeah, 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 that's what I do. Like, you say it, but you've already had, like, five grapes. Yeah. Last year, I made a list of all my wishes and I only got to, like, seven wishes. And I was like, it's fine. The other ones I, I'll consume while I'm thinking and saying them. But I'm actually going to try the potatoes this year. Can you tell them about your potatoes? <laughs> what does it bring? <laughs> I don't know, but someone said <laughs> that. You put three potatoes under your bed, yeah? One peeled, one not peeled, and one half peeled. And you put them under your bed and it's supposed to... Oh, no, you put them under the bed and then you put your hand under and you pick one potato. Oh, and whatever potato you take out, that's how your year is going to go. Do you wear yellow knickers? No, not re- not religiously, no. Is it because el cuco suerte? Cuco suerte. I have no idea. I, just, I can't keep up with all these <laughs> Look, myths and Columbus shit. Columbus are full of shit. <laughs> like lentejas and you have to... In your pocket. I, I do always make sure that I've got money in my account and in my pocket. I don't know why, but... Why would you not have money in your account? Bitches be broke sometimes. <laughs> but at least one pound or your account will close, no? Might be on overdraft. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had money in my pocket. I'm not quite sure. I, I always have money lingering in my jacket, so maybe I'll put my jacket You know when on. your parents will be like, póngase la cadena de oro, yeah. put your gold chain on. Yeah. I, I, I asked my mum about the potato thing and she was like, Jessica, I, I don't know where I got that from, but I'm going to research it. And guys, if anyone does the potato thing, please please comment me. And take a picture and tag us. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, again, have a fantastic Christmas, a happy new year. We'll see you in the new year. Be grateful and appreciate every single moment and every single phase of your life because the good days won't last, but neither will the bad days. And we need to take away the growth from from every situation. Um, but yeah, guys, um, thank you. Happy Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Natal. Is that Portuguese? What is that? Hee-haw. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> you're going to come out in French. Merry Christmas and thank you for being here, guys. Mama's code out. Mwah. Me perdonan que me vaya de la fiesta Pero hay algo que jamás podré dejar Una linda viejecita que me espera En las noches de un eterno